Hello, and welcome to the Antioch Fort Worth Women's Podcast. At Antioch, our desire is to connect women of different life stages and ethnicities for fellowship, discipleship, and encounters with the Trinity that will lead to living missional lives. We pray that this podcast will bring life to your mind, body, and spirit. Hello, my name is Lindy Pinkson, and I'm the Women's Connection Pastor here at Antioch Fort Worth, and I want to welcome you to the Antioch Fort Worth Women's Monthly Podcast. We want to thank you for joining us today in month two of a focus on loving ourselves well so that we can love our neighbors well. And loving ourselves and others will help us to orient to loving God with all that we have in us. This idea, just to remind you guys, comes from Mark, not Matthew, Mark 12, verses 29 through 31. And in the message it says that Jesus says this, Listen, Israel, the Lord your God is one. So love the Lord God with all your passion and your prayer and intelligence and energy. And here's the second. Love others as well as you love yourself. There is no other commandment that ranks with these. So I love this version how it says, Love others as well as you love yourself. So we are taking this fall to dive deep into how we can love ourselves well. And in the spring, we're going to turn our focus on ways we can love our neighbor and others well. Anna Brown did an amazing job last month in September when she shared with us about self-compassion. And we're here today with uh, one of my favorites, Elizabeth Wilshusen. Yay, hello, hey. Elizabeth. Hi, Lindy. I'm so glad you're here so today. Good to be here. And Elizabeth's going to share with us the value of knowing and sharing um, our stories. And so before she dives in, Elizabeth, why don't you just share with us a little, about, a little bit about yourself, maybe how long you've been in Antioch, your family, a few hobbies you enjoy, that kind of stuff. Great. Um, so, hi, everybody. I'm Elizabeth Wilshusen, like Lindy said. Um, I've been married to my amazing husband, Will, for eight years. Eight years. No. There you go, girl. It's good. It is good. Good stuff. Um, I have three kiddos, Anna, who's seven, Caleb, who just turned five, and Mark, who's two and a half. Oh. You'd like you to know the half. Uh, hey, it matters. <laughs> when you're a mom, like, it, it matters. It's matter. like we're almost out of the twos, two and a half. Yes. Um, let's see. I've been at Antioch. So I've been a part of the ENIAC movement for 14 years, which is crazy. Wow, that's a long time. To say, um, but Will and I have been at ENIAC Fort Worth for six years. And um, things I like to do, walking, reading, gardening, Uh, alone time. Yeah, (laughs) I'm sure you get a lot of that with three young children. And just tell us real quick what Will's on staff here um, with AMI. Tell us exactly what he does. He is the International Operations Director. Look at you. You got it right. As I asked her, I was like, see me closing my uh, eyes. She she was kind of making sure she got that right. You did good. The title's tricky. You passed the test. Yeah. You did good. I can't believe you guys have only been here six years. It seems like you guys have been here longer. But So um, what Elizabeth is going to share today is why we it's important to know and value our story. So Elizabeth, why do you think it's important for us to, to know our story and to value one of each other's stories? And like, when did this really start uh, becoming a value for you, for you to know your own story? Yeah. Um, so my journey towards valuing my story started when I realized I didn't know my story that well, mm-hmm. really at all. Wow. And I was very uncomfortable sharing it. Um, and now here I am on the podcast. Yes. <laughs> right? <laughs> hey. Growth. Growth. Major growth. Absolutely. Major growth. Yes. Okay. Yay. Celebrating that. 
So in 2020, back in the era of Zoom Life Group. Oh, we all remember those. <laughs> Good times. <laughs> funny, not funny. Um, yeah. We took turns sharing our story on our Zoom Life Group call. And when it was finally my turn, like I waited till like the last. They're like Elizabeth, you have to share. (laughs) Oh, bummer. They didn't forget me. Um, It was just the hardest thing for me to do. It was the first time after having kids that I realized my story felt very disconnected Mm. and fragmented instead of one connected, seamless narrative. I realized many of my dearest friends here in Fort Worth didn't know a whole lot about my life before living here, not because they didn't want to know, but because I wasn't great at sharing Mm. about the past seasons of my life. It bothered me at the time, but I honestly didn't really do anything about it then. Uh, But fast forward to this year, I really felt God prompting me to start writing out my story um, this past summer. And then right around that time, my new counselor asked me to create a timeline of significant life events as a homework assignment for our future sessions together. So it was just really evident that God had it for me to write out my story. This was something he wanted me to do in this season as just a way to reflect and heal and grow. So good, Elizabeth. Love that. So one of the reasons I think it's important to know your story is because it connects you or grounds you with where you came from. Mm -hmm. Um, In her book, Theology of the Womb, um, Christy Bauman talks about women as story keepers and storytellers and encourages women to vocalize their story if it's been silenced and to share or sing their own story with others for the sake of their own health, but also for the generations to come. I love that. Are you going to sing your story for us? Just uh, kidding. <laughs> off the mic. I, I am totally, totally kidding. Yes, I love that. Keep going. Um, Bauman writes, women are often storytellers by nature, mothers, story keepers. As the primary caregiver in an infant's life, a mother holds all the memories of a child's story before they have the capacity to remember their own story. Mm. Stories of where we come from are highly vital to the well-being and future of a person. To know who we are and where we are going, we often need to be reminded of where we came from. Um, Two other reasons I think it's important to know your story is because your story keeps before you the challenges you've faced, Mm -hmm. the challenges you've overcome, and the beauty and goodness in your actual life. Um, And also I'm big on reflection. So reflecting on your story helps you see ways you might want to grow or like perspectives or lies you want to replace with truth to Mm -hmm. fully live into the story God has for you. Um, So my college degree is in English literature. I didn't know that. Yeah. So I read a ton, spent tons of time reading in college. And then I had small children and I didn't read for a long time. (laughs) I know. But now that um, my kids are getting a little older, um, Mm -hmm. I've gotten back into reading. And I've just noticed I'm drawn to books mm. about people's stories, yeah. especially the stories of other women. Um, and two of the women I'm going to mention today is Catherine Wolfe and Joanna Gaines. Yeah. So um, I love the book Hope Heals and the story of Catherine and Jay Wolfe. Um, it was just a lifeline for me. I read that. Uh, it's that's... so good. Okay. I have it. You can it. Yeah. Tell me about it. <laughs> um, it was just a lifeline for me on some of the hardest days in Will's health journey in 2022. Yeah. Um, if you don't know anything about her, like Lindy, um, or maybe you do know something about her. I think I do know a little bit yeah, about her. Yeah, I, I read it. Yeah. It, but keep going. Um, Catherine Wolf suffered a massive brain stem stroke, and when she was in brain surgery, her husband was told there was a very good chance she would not survive. <clears throat> but she did miraculously survive and then had a very long road of recovery. 
And something her husband Jay Wolf writes, how quickly we forget the miracles of our past as we step into an uncertain future, fearing we've used up our allotment of God's provision and we're all out of miracles. Catherine and I needed to be reminded of the miracles we had been given so we might remember the miracles to come. Oh, that's, I'm sorry, that's a great quote. Can you, let's do that one again. Yeah. That's good. See if I can get through without crying. (laughs) Okay. How quickly we forget the miracles of our past as we step into an uncertain future. Mm. Fearing we've used up our allotment of God's provision and we're all out of miracles. Mm. Catherine and I needed to be reminded of the miracles we've been given so we might remember the miracles to come. So good. Hit me differently reading it. Yeah, I mean, let's just... We, we could just land. We can end it now, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, the, the, the whole lie, like, um, of, that we've used up, like, mm-hmm. we're only given 10. You're only giving right. two. And you've already, you know, sorry. Yeah. The bank's out. You know, right. it's just not truth. No. I love that. Yeah. So I love what you're sharing about this reflection. Keep going. Thanks. Um, yeah, so for me, writing out my story was just that. It reminds me of God's faithfulness. Um, reflecting on my story shows me where he has been in the past and gives me hope where he will show up in my present. Yeah. So good. Um, so Joanna Gaines shares in her book, the stories we tell her experience of how two times in her life, once as a senior in college and the other recently at 44, she wrote out her life story up until that point. And she describes how writing out her story as a college student helped her identify lies she had believed most Mm. of her childhood that she could still see impacting her life decades later. And then when she wrote out her story at 44, her experience helped her zoom out from her day-to-day life to see what she wanted to rearrange in her life, work, family, in order to fully savor that specific season in her family. And I think I was surprised how much that book and Joanna Gaines yeah. impacted me. Yeah. But I just think as I read it, it 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 just hit me anew that life moves so quickly. Yeah. Um, I just think it's really hard in our fast-paced, very distracted culture um, to stop long enough to ask ourselves, like, what lies am I really believing? Right, right. Um, or what particular struggle has been eating at me most of my life so far? Um, we might think about it for a minute, but right. I think when you zoom out and look at your whole story, yeah. it, it can impact you differently. You can it's have different good. takeaways right. from the present, right? Um, which I found helpful. Um, it requires time to reflect and sit with questions like, how can I change and grow in a healthy thought life towards myself mm-hmm. and others? Or how can I replace lies with truth in order to live differently moving forward? That's good, Elizabeth. Writing out my story has caused me to see similar themes Joanna Gaines said she found in her own childhood roots that can continue to sprout into adulthood. Things like insecurity and perfectionism, just to name a few. Right. <laughs> I can name more. <laughs> we'll stop there. <laughs> hey, as women, right, no matter how old we are or what we do in life, insecurity mm-hmm. and perfectionism, I think, is one that is um, we often relate with. Can, for sure. Yeah, common, yes. common theme. Um, Reflecting on events that happened in my childhood or teenage years now as an adult provides fresh perspective, both why I was impacted a certain way then, as well as what lies might have sprouted from those moments or past seasons. Yeah, I think that's so important that because we don't realize like things that happened to us growing up 
and we see it manifesting in maybe our, our work, the workplace or with our parenting, our marriage, we're like, where'd that come from? Well, it's coming from somewhere, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And if we can find, like, the, you know, we always talk about the fruit to the root kind of deal. Right. But what you've taken is you've taken time to look at those root systems and be like, okay, that was a seed of, you know, not truth that was planted in my heart in mm-hmm. high school. Mm-hmm. And this is, it's, it's grown, and that's right. maybe not huge, but it's grown enough to where now it's producing fruit as an adult. Right. I'm like, where did that come from? Yeah. And I think it's a beautiful, and I think sometimes we get overwhelmed with that process, think it's too much. Yeah. I need six months. Right. No, honestly, the Lord can set us free, and yeah. it is a journey, right? Yes. But sometimes it's just taking that first step mm-hmm. and doing what you've done, pausing to write down God's faithfulness, mm-hmm. and then seeing patterns. So I think this is so helpful. Um, Thanks. We kind of talked about this. You've been talking about this, but how has looking at your life, your story, helped you in hard times? Uh, can you give us a couple examples of like how you've even seen this manifest when like you're going through something in life and your story has brought hope in those areas? Yes, I definitely can. Um, how'd you know? <laughs> I, I know because I know what's going yeah, on in your yeah. life. But yeah, I really do. I think I think you have something here, Elizabeth, that you've walked through a really hard time, and she's going to share it. But that um, is part of your story. Right, yeah. and it's part of even God wanting you to know your story mm-hmm. because it's helped you in this hard season. Yeah. So it kind of shares with everybody what's been going on for those who don't know. Totally. Um, so my family has gone through our our own shared trials or our fair share of hard with Will's health over the last year and a half. Um, I've needed to take on the role of caretaker for my husband while continuing as full time stay at home parent and mama to our three kids. Mm. Especially in March of 2022, when Will needed an emergency brain surgery, it felt like life as we knew it was literally crumbling around us. I was tired, felt really weak, Mm. I was very scared. Mm -hmm. Um, And as crazy as it sounds, um, remembering and calling to mind another time in our family's life when our world abruptly came to a halt in an awful way, and we had to leave the country where our family had been serving as overseas workers, it actually brought me courage and hope. That's good which I can explain a little bit. Um, So it's not because I was glad, you know, that our family got kicked out of the beloved country we were serving in, Um, but it's because I could remember our story and all the ways Mm. through the heartache and heart of that season, that situation, that God healed us and he led us through it. It's good. How he, I could remember, called to mind, how he brought community around us in that season and how he showed us the way forward into future seasons of ministry and restoration. Even if it was just one day at a time. (laughs) Because usually it was. Um, It just gave me courage thinking back on ways I had to be brave in that crisis. And it gave me hope that I could do it again in in the crisis of Will's health um, that I was currently facing. Um, I knew from looking back on my story that God would be faithful and he would give me what I needed each day, even if only moment-to-moment provision. It would be enough, and it was enough. He gave me what I needed for that day and every day until Will had recovered from brain surgery. Wow. I know that was a rough season. And I, isn't it crazy how the Lord can use hard seasons from the past to bring healing and yeah. faith for your current situation? It's such a God thing. It really is. I mean, so you're sharing this story and that you've taken some time. But what, what's your, what, like, what is the first step in taking time to reflect on your story? Because it didn't just happen overnight. Like, right. you just didn't wake up this morning and think, oh, I'm going to go share a podcast about my story. So, like, what's <laughs> it, what's it, what are some first steps? Yeah. Um, so, this past summer, I felt like the Lord, this is funny, 
to say on a women's podcast, but I felt like the Lord said not to attend the women's summer Bible study. Hey. Is that okay, Lindy? Absolutely. I want everybody <laughs> to hear what they're supposed to hear do. the Lord, right. Yes, absolutely. Um, it's kind of a funny. Um, but it's true. So I use that time because I don't have a lot of spare time. So right. by being obedient to the Lord, that yeah. was like opened up. Okay, I have That's a couple good. hours on Monday nights. Um, so I use that time instead to write out my story. I have to admit, I missed a few Mondays in there, <laughs> or did. sometimes moved it up, yes. you know, rescheduled it to another night. Um, but the important thing was I said yes. Yes. And even on times where I didn't want to, and I made right. space to write and reflect on my That's story, because otherwise it wouldn't have happened. Right. Um, it is often hard to find space in my schedule to reflect and look back, but I found it is worth moving around what I need to in order to make it happen. Mm. <clears throat> I feel more connected to myself and more aware of the strengths God has put in me by acknowledging my story in full rather than only looking at one part or just That's at the good. present. I like that. Um, the older I get, that's my little soapbox. <laughs> but I just like the older I get, the more aware I am that no one is going to create space on my calendar for me to reflect, grow, or heal. Are you sure? I'm so sure. <laughs> Painfully. <laughs> Painfully. You're positive about that one. Um, I just have learned that's my work. Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm the one that has to prioritize. Um, and advocate for myself mm-hmm. with three small children at home. I often have to get pretty creative, yeah. um, but it can still happen in little pockets. I just don't have huge chunks of time. Right. Um, yeah, I just don't have that luxury in this season, but I can still find creative small pockets to reflect. And you know what? I, I just want to insert in here. I do think the Lord is just so pleased when we just give Him what we have. Mm-hmm. And I just, and you, I know you've experienced it, but like when you're like, okay, I only have 15 minutes. And then right. 15 minutes over, and you're like, wow, I feel like that was an hour. Yeah. And how He does, He supernaturally multiplies our time. Mm-hmm. I just think that. And yes. I know walking has been that for you. Yes. I know in a hard season. Absolutely. You started walking, and it was just. Yeah, mm-hmm. exercise and just Getting reconnecting outside. of your head, yeah. right, and your brain. Vitamin D moving. Yes. So I do love how the Lord, he supernaturally does that. When we give him what we, the loaves and fishes we have, right, and he multiplies mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Keep going. Um, yeah, I was just going to say, I would I would even say if to the person listening, if writing out your story feels hard, just do what feels accessible to you in that mm-hmm. season. Like you could do a bullet point list or just... Right. Set a timer for 15 minutes, write out what you can remember, just make it doable and enjoyable so you'll actually make it happen. That's so good. So like on this, uh, you're just talking about this, and you already gave a, a, a couple examples right now, but so what encouragement do you have for someone who feels like their story is too painful mm-hmm. or too hard to look at, spe- certain aspects of their story? So they're like, I just don't, I don't have the emotional mm-hmm. capacity to go there. Do you have any suggestions for people? in that that are listening that maybe uh, can relate with that yeah I can definitely well I can relate to that so yeah I'd love to speak (laughs) me too um I would just say go at your own pace um I'm reading a book right now called Strong Like Water by the counselor and author Andy Kolber Mm -hmm. I think I'm saying that right um it's basically free trauma-based counseling if anyone is looking for that kind of a resource (laughs) I'm only halfway through but I, I highly recommend it so far um so I really appreciate how Andy Kolber often writes in the work of healing from trauma or deeply painful experiences in our past to honor your body and your capacity to revisit memories on any given day. Right. So I would just say if your body has a trauma response or is uncomfortably triggered by going back to hard memory, then maybe it's not the time to reflect on it yet. Or maybe it would be safer to go back and into that memory and tell your story to a trusted friend who That's feels good. safe and helps That's you stay good. grounded like or you find a counselor and yeah. work through yeah. hard stuff with them That's from good. your story. Um, 
Another thing Andy Colbert writes about is just that we all have different capacities mm. and that it's hard to just look at someone and know their capacity because right. often it is based on things from their past story Interesting. that could limit their capacity right. or change it in a different season. Right. So I would even say for me, looking back at my story and the hard things has caused me to have more compassion for myself because mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, there's been some hard stuff right. <laughs> in the past decade that right. affects my capacity. That's good. I could give into the inner critic or I could choose right. compassion. And so good. that's why I would just say to anyone listening, going back to hard times, rather than being critical of like, right. why didn't I rebound faster or right. giving into that critical voice instead of being like, compassionate to yourself receiving the compassion of Christ and extending compassion to yourself in that hard memory yes um I would also just add from my experience our stories and the painful events of the past will impact impact us whether we were reflecting on them or not I definitely would not say every season is for digging up all the past hurts and working through them um but I do think it needs to happen eventually somehow if you want to live a healthy integrated life connected with yourself God and others so I think good. it's so important yeah and it's I just the hard work it is the hard it's, work it's worth it absolutely. for everybody you know absolutely and I, I do think that um it's like they'll impact us you're saying how it's going to impact us whether we're reflecting on them or not mm-hmm. now sometimes I'm saying sometimes well if I don't think about it Right. It's not really going to affect my life. Yeah. The reality is, is it is. It you is. know what I mean? Yeah, it, even subconsciously. Yes, yeah. That's so good. Mm-hmm. I like that. Um, I love the quote by Catherine Wolf, who I mentioned earlier. She says, I can give God the glory and it can still hurt. Mm. And I just really held on to that. Yeah. Um, I still hold on to it. Yeah. You know, like we can give God glory and it can still be really hard. Absolutely. You know, parts of our story yes. doesn't change the hurt. Um, but I've really dived into lament. This could be a whole other podcast, but I have dived into lament in the last couple of years with God and, and I've needed it. Mm-hmm. So I would just say if looking at painful parts of your story brings up hurt or anger towards God, that's okay. He can handle it. And I would yeah. say go there anyways. Right. <clears throat> I encourage you to find ways to express your frustration and honest emotions to him in prayer and worship. When I read through the Psalms, David was very comfortable worshiping and praying through the hard things in his life openly in relationship with God. We can do the same. Um, God already knows what we are feeling, but it builds our intimacy with him when we openly tell him. That's good. I like that. So I was just going to finish with a quote that talks about story, but it's just been a big encouragement to me. Um, It's by Jay and Catherine Wolf. It says, God made you to do the hard thing in the good story that he is writing in your life. Whether today is the best day or the worst day or the last day, we are called to live it well for him. Oh, I like that. That is really good. God has made us to do the hard thing in the good story that he is writing in our lives. Well, thank you for taking the time, Elizabeth. I really appreciate it. I'm so encouraged um, to look at, for all of us to look at our lives and to say, okay, what are the things we really don't want to look at? And like, mm-hmm. God, how are you, were you in that? And how is that affecting my story right now? And I love that your vulnerability being like, you were uncomfortable telling your story. Yeah. And now you're on a podcast. I mean, hello. <laughs> that is like. Miracles happen. It, it, that's right. Nothing is impossible with God. <laughs> right? right. No on that Zoom call. Well, here were your life group. Here we are. Way to go. No. Um, but honestly, the reality <laughs> is if you felt that way, I mean, how many people out there are like, you know mm-hmm. what? I really, it'll be like those two 
10 years of my life. I want to mm-hmm. act like they didn't happen. Mm-hmm. But how God wants to really redeem those and use it for our good, not mm-hmm. for our bad, not to mm-hmm. shame us, not yeah. to be like, oh my gosh, you really missed it in college. Or yeah. as a young mom, those five years just act like they didn't mm-hmm. happen. No, right. it's like God wants to redeem all that the hard things in us. Yes. And I love that. So um, I always ask everybody to pray at the end. So would you mind praying just yeah. for um, those that are listening that God would just stir and bring healing or revelation or whatever he wants to do in anything you share. Mm-hmm. Can I add one thing? Oh, absolutely. Um, I was just going to say when you're talking to, I, I have been so encouraged using, <clears throat> um, hearing other women's stories. Mm-hmm. Like I, I didn't put that in there very clearly, but I just think that's another reason to know our story, to be yeah. able to encourage other people like me too. Right. I went through a really hard 10 yes. year period when my kids were little and yes. like talking to older moms. It makes such a difference, you it's know? so good. I love that. <clears throat> so. Yes. Yeah, I'd love to pray. Yeah, Jesus, thank you um, for just the sacred space to, to bring you glory, God. To call to mind the times where you've been faithful, even when it's life has been really hard. God, I pray for anyone listening that is going through a hard season or it feels like looking back at hard season is just too much. Lord, I pray courage would rise up in the name of Jesus. Mm. God, I pray a peace that passes all understanding, God. Mm. And just even a new lens to see your goodness and your beauty, even mixed in with the hard. God, I just thank you that you're always with us, Lord. I just pray that you administer to my sisters listening, God, as they um, reflect on their story. I just pray that they would find deep healing, Mm -hmm. that they would be able to extend themselves compassion, and they would be encouraged for their current season of life and the seasons ahead. pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. All right, well, before we end the day, um, we um, have been asking everybody that's coming on the podcast to answer this question, and Elizabeth doesn't even know when to ask this, but Ooh. describe your ultimate day. Like, if you could have it, like, the day, just like, okay, it has to have these things happen. What, what would it look like for that's you? so good. Okay, minute by minute. Or not just yeah. yeah, you're like, at, uh, I Do you know how late, married to? I know. Like right, exactly. Um, I would sleep in. Yes, um, absolutely. Is it okay to say kid-free? Yeah, absolutely. This is a women's podcast. I'd be on a absolutely. getaway with my husband. Yes. I think just somewhere beautiful. Yes. Like we've been not to hot. Oklahoma recently. Texas. Yeah, and not yes. not hot. Like beautiful fall leaves would be awesome. Yes. Or just nature, hiking, so good. Reading. Yes. Silence. Yes. Good food. Good coffee. Yes. Good book. Okay, I'm, I'm going to go along day. with you. We're, we're leaving <laughs> tomorrow. Let's do it. Come we're on. going on a fall weekend away. <laughs> I'll pack my bags yeah. now. We'll see you later. Is it funny when someone's describing something, you can like feel the cool breeze and the leaves yes. turning. And so, oh. um, well, thanks for that ultimate day. We hope that happens to you soon yes, in this fall too. season. And I just want to thank everybody for joining us. And we will see you in November in our third month of how we can take care of ourselves. Have a great day.